Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, welcome to The Sportive. It's episode 70. Uh, we are sitting around... We're doing this in a different way because we haven't had enough audio problems already the way we've done it before. So we're going to do this different. We're all sitting around watching the Gopher game. None of us are looking at each other. We're just staring at the Gophers. Gophers! (laughs) We're enjoying ourselves. You just heard the yell of returning hero, Jesse Lund, who's here. Oh, hero, that's a big question. I I don't know. We enjoyed the last episode you are on, so why not? There's no hot Madonna with me this time. (laughs) There's nobody to say inflammatory things about race relations in the United States. (laughs) Clarence is right here. Come on. (laughs) What? How did I get going to talk about race? I know. You crazy? I'm not. I'm not getting to that. (laughs) Jesus. Even I know. I leave that one be. Leave that third rail being the third rail. Yeah, it's, it's, she was the most grace, gracious shit talker of Abraham Lincoln I've ever met. Though I will give her it is rare for someone. To... It's hard to do. She is a great a bullshitter. Yeah, I, think it's a term. It's scientific. I miss her so much. <laughs> Brandon was really excited about the possibility she'd be here, just because as someone else who hates white people, yeah, really was hoping. <laughs> yeah, to... I needed an ally. Yeah. Two peas in a pod. Yeah, didn't work out. So, oh well. Anyway, you heard the rest of the crew. Stu is here. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? He was at the state fair all day with his employers, and so he's a little bit he's a little bit peopled out. I'll I'll, I'll be surprised if he makes it all the way through this podcast. Oh, I'll be fine, John. <laughs> and Brandon's here as well. Notice B. So that's that's the crew. What I want to start out talking about, I I would obviously like to just do nothing but do play by play on the Gopher game all night. That would be ideal for me, but. I, I Our listeners probably can... don't care for yeah, that. Nobody else. Science Theater 3000 version of the <laughs> But audio only, which would be very weird for Mystery yes. Science Theater. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's at least mention that, they, at least for the first game of the season, they can't wear Minnesota on the back of their jerseys. I mean, I'm a Gopher football fan, but I'm not the fucking sports information director. I don't know who <laughs> half these guys are. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. At least for the first game so I can get... Well, you, you know you know Leidner because he's from Lakeville and you've been yelling at him. I know Leidner. And yeah, you know, <laughs> Max Williams with the seven X's, you know him. And then That one uh, I know. And the, uh, yeah. Was it Dante Jones had the touchdown? Yep, I know him. Okay, those are the three but guys that, I know. Like the random linebacker that will make it to... I don't know who the fuck he... I gotta, I, if they had the name on I go, oh, yeah, I remember him from last year. Or, oh, I remember reading about him being recruited. But I can't that just by their number or... 
They're all one team. But you know, like that, oh, that give me a Bunny, break. That Bugs Bunny cartoon where it was starting at first base, Bugs Bunny, second base, Bugs Bunny, third yes. base, <laughs> middle linebacker, Minnesota, right linebacker, Minnesota, and center, Minnesota. It's how it Minnesota. feels right now. Yes. Oh, look at this roll. We can't. I can't do this all night. Just that was a heck of a punt. Commentary, the game. I'm sorry. That's okay. all I wanted it was to say. Better than that quick kick. Yeah, much. It was about 79 yards longer than the one yard quick kick. So, so I guess it was an 80 yard kick. Anyway, Matt. let's. <laughs> we don't necessarily have to do what I just said. We're not going. Okay, to. Okay, we won't. We'll just kind of look at it out of the corner of our eyes, even though it's right in our face. I feel like the first thing we should mention is the Kevin Love trade, only because. Oh, it finally God. happened. Brandon has got to start figuring out how he's going to rename his oldest child Flip. No, I don't. <laughs> you guys are taken away from my joy as a Timberwolves fan of actually having some hope for the franchise. We should all celebrate this together. I'm surprised there are any fans left. It's well, we're pretty desperate. Yeah, um, there's only a miracle. few of us. Um, we all have backup teams for our actual hope. This is just something for Nobody us to do to pass the time. What's but, funny is that Brandon's backup team is actually worse than the Timberwolves. They have the, yeah, really the most hopeless franchise. Timberwolves yes. and 76ers. Yeah, not good. I think about four weeks straight on this podcast we discussed, would you rather have Thaddeus Young or Anthony Bennett? Yeah. We discussed that mm-hmm. without ever thinking that Flip Saunders, basketball genius that he is, oh my God. could you possibly should. bring both of them to Minnesota. Uh, and now here should. we are. Now, I, I admit that since... The Wolves traded Kevin Garnett. I've more or less stopped paying attention to basketball. So when we're calling Flip a genius, are we doing so ironically, or do you mean it? Depends on who you're He's talking to. Well, I think it's ironic. You don't even see him coming. We're doing it sudden, mostly to make Brandon. You're Sam Hinkie, and all of a sudden you don't have Thaddeus Young anymore, or your wristwatch. You're like, what the fuck? Where, where'd Thad Young go? I mean, I do. And feel where's like, my wristwatch? I feel like the Wolves did okay in this trade. They did. They did great in this trade. They did awesome. I mean. I'm trying not to be a lifelong Timberwolves fan um, and knowing that somehow we're all fucked at some point. Right now, we should be very, very thankful and happy for the future. Um, Rubio and Peck already here are a good core. And then adding in a number one pick obviously is amazing. Thad Young, who knows how long he'll be around, but at least one year, hopefully more, would be great. Um, And there's a bunch of other spare parts, and hopefully one of the six other young guys turns into something. But um, But now essentially the Wolves have three players 21 or younger, don't they, who are supposedly like the core of the team, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Zach Levine, Shabazz, yeah, yeah, those guys, um, um, we'll see if they pan out. Uh, Bennett, same thing. We'll see if he pans out. I think the main piece is Rubio, Wiggins, and hopefully Peck being a really good player as well is kind of the key. Um, I think that's all you really have to uh, um, to go on right now. But that's a pretty big that's a pretty big haul for one year of Kevin Love. It's fucking great. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm actually going to go to games what this year. This podca- what is this happening to this podcast right now? I mean, I'm trying hard not to point out that they're still fucked as an organization. They are. They're the Timberwolves, right? But we need to for one week enjoy that. They got the number one pick in the draft. That's yes. pretty cool. And mm-hmm. they got the number one pick in the previous draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they had Oliver Candy at one point, too. I don't know if well, anybody was like, and actually celebrating. Don't forget Joe Smith. What I'm saying, <laughs> and Joe Smith. We're really good at failed first picks. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I'm doing here is parroting David Kahn's line of saying, oh, we got two number two picks. Yes, that's true. They're yeah. Derek Williams and Michael Beasley. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah. that's and not Darko exactly Melisic. Great. 
We uh, yeah, we really love reclamation projects. Apparently, I didn't uh, know that until just now. Already a reclamation project. Yes, he, he has. He had he the is. worst rookie season of a number one pick of all time, and I just mentioned Ola Wakande. So yeah. What about that guy? Was Kwame Brown? What about Kwame Brown? He Dude, didn't have a worst. He's player. worse than Kwame Brown. He is not worse than Kwame Brown. You look it up. Nobody That's not even a sport of fact. I don't think he had a basket until like Valentine's Day. <laughs> and he started. He, no, he was a starter. He l- missed his first 24 shots or something. Yeah, it was it was stunning. I mean, he was really, really bad at things. I don't remember Anthony Bennett being ridiculed as a number one pick. What happened? You were not paying attention. Yeah, he was. He was he, here's the problem, John. He was ridiculed to a point where everybody felt terrible for him really? yeah so it, it was wasn't like, so much ridicule it just felt like was, piling on and why yeah. was he taking number one because dan gilbert is an awful executive uh, yes right. he was projected to be like a ninth through 12th pick really yeah yeah oh, i didn't remember he this at all nerland's yeah. noel oh. was the oh. the number one with a bullet pick all who right. got injured right beforehand so then at that mm-hmm. point there was like no yeah. real consensus like Sorry. oladipo was a guy who was known as like He's going to be pretty solid, but he doesn't have a huge ceiling. Victor Oladipo. I loved Oladipo, yeah. So basically, the number one pick came up. Someone told Gilbert at the last second that his guy was injured. He's like, oh, shit, Uh, Bennett. Yep, yeah, he he fired a dart at the dartboard, and that's exactly who came up. And for some reason, um, he got... I think a lot of athletes, for some reason get passes for being out of shape. I mean, he was clearly out of shape the whole time, and nobody, like, yelled at him about it. They were just like, oh, well, conditioning. Yeah. But he was smoking a cigarette on this, like, on the bench. <laughs> like, like, it's just sort of on Darko him, right? Like, pack of parliaments. He so can run some laps if he needs to. So he's Darko. Anthony Bennett is Darko. No, he's heavier than Darko. I missed the I Am Darko series. I yeah. really, I really, really do. <laughs> the only thing I ever wrote for Kansas. I Darko. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was the guy who did good things. Sorry. Uh, I pointed Minnesota, at the TV. Sorry. Minnesota number nine. Yeah. yeah. Number nine. Um, Number nine. He's okay. He's walking it off. He's walking it off. So, Ed Lockley the, the, the fumble. Yeah, it's the fumble. Yeah, we, don't know, we like him. We don't know who he. Uh, Jeff Minnesota, I think, is what we settled on. It was Jeff or Dante Minnesota? One of the J two. J or G? I think that's Dean. Uh, G. Wilson, he's guys. he's Canadian, so it's G E O F F. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Gioff. Um, I would say all of our eggs are in um, old Andy Wiggins' basket really? right now. Yeah, at this point. Um, or you win the lottery by either Shabazz. Levine or Bennett turning into something amazing. Well, they again, all, those they are almost lotteries. did by uh, Gorgie Dang being good. Greg I Doritos, mean, he was yeah, pretty I mean, he decent. Was really, I mean, legitimately decent. I mean, he seems like a legit backup which, uh, center. Well, of course, well, of course, because Flip drafted him, so you can't give him any credit at all. That's that's just how you roll. <laughs> yeah, no, but he does that. That's a good thing. A legit backup no. center is a thing that you need. No, exactly on the team. So I call we'll him. A, I call. I call him a rim defender. Yeah, yeah, he's so. pretty. He's okay at that. So, yeah, he's a lot better than Peck. And our yeah. uh, our new guy Thad Young is um, talented it's, in a lot of ways. But, but, but he's, he he goes by Thaddeus. Do you like have a good vibe with him or something? Because he's a seventy six. Oh, you or? still call him Thaddeus? Yeah, yeah. that's cool. No, that's yeah. fine. You should you should okay. be a little more. Ho- I, I'm okay. a Thad guy. Okay. Um, oh, interception! Sorry. Interception Sorry. on the football game that we're not supposed to be observing. No, we can't keep doing this because you guys are ten seconds ahead of me. Oh, like he hasn't thrown the pass. Yet. Okay, there's going to be an interception right about now. Spoiler alert! Eleven. Okay. Just, yep. just keep your mind. You're having the exact opposite yeah. experience than everybody else. Well, that's listening yeah. to this. Number eleven, Seth, Minnesota, just had a nice pick there. It's going to be ten no, seconds. No, no, no. I'm sorry. For you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's uh, that's day in the uh, That's, that's Travis, Minnesota. I'm sorry. Right We're now, all watching the replay right a, now. There was a choir right there. 
You out in podcast land are gonna literally. You guys, it's so nice embarrassing. We we know we don't make you pay for this working. podcast, but you should demand no. your money back. Go to like iTunes <laughs> University and this is terrible. Paloma. This is exactly what I wanted out of tonight. Actually, no. I was kind of hoping you guys would just talk and I could just watch football all night. I've been trying um, to. Well, that's why you created this. Yes. Oh my God, Mitchell Eider's <laughs> running the ball. That was that was like watching a lumberjack right, walk enough. through enough. a what tire other, What other two Wolves-based things did we want to cover? Yeah, was there yeah, other? That was basically it. I think that... you guys wanted me to uh, somehow give a mea culpa to Mr. Saunders, which I'm not going to do. Um, what could he have done? In your face. What with... else could he have done? Nothing. He did a great job here. This is a great move, uh, but I think you need to have more than one before I... Start uh, getting on my knees and blowing you. What about you. Greg Doritos? Greg Doritos Calls to me has been he's a okay. backup center. John, he's a backup center. Ignore, yeah. ignore how good he was last. Backup year. center's pretty center. good. He's decent. Not bad. Yeah. His plus minus wasn't great, but he's fine. We're not using plus minus in basketball, are we? Uh, for the season, maybe, maybe not game by game. All right. But yeah, on the court, off the court, it's a pretty big factor, I think. All right. Yeah, I can. I can buy that. Yeah, but it's got to be a whole season thing. I don't know. Is hockey the same way? No, hockey plus minus is the dumbest. Thing. No matter what, even over like a five year period, never ever really plus minus. Really? It's okay. wins and losses. It's not it's very, not very useful. Okay, so if that doesn't gonna, help so much. If you're Basketball come at helps. Me with a hockey stat that's plus minus. Come at me with sh- shooting percentage on the on the ice and off the ice. Whether the team is generating more shots. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm and take power. Take the right. Take man advantage situations out of it. Just at even strength, shots when you're on the ice versus shots against when you're on the ice. Right. That's the only possible plus minus you can come Okay. Right now, Hans Van Sluten is typing a furious response on Twitter. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry, Hans. Go ahead. Sorry, Sorry Hans. Hans. I know I screwed that up. Yeah. We'll Very nice you, to meet you today, Hans. We'll, we'll have you on once a year to talk about hockey analytics mm-hmm. so we can ever refresh your course. Um, okay. So, in conclusion, um, great trade. Fantastic. One of the best hauls for a superstar uh, in the past, I don't know, many, many, many years. Um, thank you so much, LeBron. We owe all of this to LeBron thank James. You. Just yes, so thank you, know. you for tampering, LeBron. That, um, was, that was nice. Gorgeous tampering. Mm-hmm. Um, way elite, to go elite to not tampering. pissed on your leg, Flip. I appreciate that. Hall of Fame phone answerer. He picked up the phone. Mm-hmm. He said yes, and he hung it up mm-hmm. without messing anything up. Yeah, That's but great. He, didn't, he didn't treat him for nobody. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't do the worst thing ever. He we'll agree with that. For Clay Thompson, or pull the trigger way too early. Yep. Oh. Yep. He I didn't do man. terrible things. He also didn't manage to keep Glenn Taylor quiet, but that's not his job. Glenn Taylor just proving he's so ignorant about basketball. Calling Kevin Love foul prone is also is, is, is like saying Kevin Love Kevin Love plays above the rim. It's yeah. <laughs> it's equally inaccurate and makes zero sense if you've watched one game. It's not only unfair, it's untrue. It's just mm-hmm. not it's He had true. the lowest foul rate of a power forward <laughs> in the NBA last year. The number one lowest rate. That's wonderful. He actually got called out. Um, Adelman, near the end of the year last year, um, called the entire team out for not fouling enough. Like You guys need to foul somebody once in a while. I know their strategy, obviously, was we're not going to be great from a field goal percentage, but... Um, we won't give up. We won't give him free mm-hmm. um, free throws. Um, so, for him to say that is just another great example of Stu's favorite line: "Never assume the people in charge know what they're doing." I just don't know how Dan Gilbert and Glenn Taylor got rich. I just I have no idea. That means because Glenn Taylor is a smart businessman. Oh, that's right. He's a smart businessman. Yes, man, yes. And right. He's very good at his job. Our anonymous, our anonymous uh, co-host here. Yeah. And Mike's he should Taylor. continue employing all the people in his employment 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love appropriating K fan bits. Um, I also will say that uh, we should note, and this is going to make Clarence pretty sad. Um, the future is very bright for the Wolves now, right now. Um, but they're not going to be any good this year. Like, I hope there's nobody expecting that. Okay, they're Timberwolves, win. Timberwolves Twitter is getting a little cocky right now. But, 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 they're, they're, they're thinking about 500 for this year. Fun to watch, they'll be right? fun to watch. They're going yeah. to not Lip. win many games, but yeah. they'll be fun to watch. Lip, Clarence, Roxy. <laughs> FCB. FCB. The old FCB. Okay, so what is it now? If they make the playoffs, I have to rename my kid? If, if yes. they make the playoffs, you have to name... The second one, Flip 2.0, and rename Jones Flip. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. Why did I double down? This is the weirdest know. thing. There's nothing if, I, if I'm no, right no, here. No, no, no. It's doubling that one. Clarence doesn't have any skin in the game. That's, There's that's no the, skin in the game for him. He has nothing so to lose. What I'm going for me right now is you double down, and then Stu came waltzing alliance. Just <laughs> like a fly. You're on the Venus flytrap. Yep. And yep. he said, and he made a bet, the same fucking bet. I've got no skin, none, in no. this game. Well, to uh, be fair, though, all the Vikings bet. have to do is not go 0-6. That's... <laughs> But I did at the when I made the weird dumb bet. I thought the Vikings had that St. Louis game at home, so it'd be a really easy one because St. Louis is starting like Todd Bauman at quarterback. <laughs> but it is on the road, and it's tough to win on the road when you have no defense. And um, that's oh. the Vikings. So yeah, we'll see well, how that goes. Celia is not going to be happy when I tell her about this in October, <laughs> middle yeah, of October. Is, this is a terrible bet, Stu. Why did we do this? I don't. Why do we, we, we never make him do anything? <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> It's a mystery. I don't know. I just, I just waltz along in life. My whole life. Of Clarence I don't doing stuff. I do want to transition a little bit here. And I hope Clarence is all right with me telling the world about his Ice Bucket Challenge video. This was not posted publicly because St. Olaf, has, video. Saint Olaf video. has an academic reputation to protect. Didn't we get that? No, they don't. Yeah, he'd have to go on an unpaid yeah, just have like a choir. But let me describe Clarence's Ice Bucket Challenge video. What's happening in this video is his son is holding the hose over his head mm-hmm. while his daughters, who are holding the camera, are throwing ice cubes at him. Good. Good. <laughs> and this is his ice bucket challenge. And he's catching some of them and throwing them back. And the camera shakes as he nails his daughter in the head with a chunk of ice. And, and I hope I don't have to actually mention this, but the, the video is recorded sideways. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, it's absolutely Of course. Right. So you, you guys knew that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> now, Clarence, are you still watching the Gopher game? I am. Yes. Okay, if you put the Vikings game on now, your rage, your rage will just skyrocket because they got Spielman on camera right now. Oh no! Oh, oh my God! My Paul God. Allen is that. blowing him. That's not allowed on. Is this a? Nope. No, there's Chad. I think Chad actually is playing right now. There's something up Greenway's ass. Look <laughs> he is oh, running kind of weird. Fun. That's the fastest Chad Greenway is going to move all year. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, oh. You, don't Alan spill that Gatorade. So don't spill that Gatorade. My father-in-law is. Um, pretty old he's like 75 and he's slightly racist and he will not take you disparaging chad greenway in his presence he is so i was like i don't i don't mean he's he's pretty bad and he was so mad at me you he yeah i have a huge rubes on my in-laws side for the vikings and so uh, boy they love themselves some chad greenway is that a common sentiment around the state do people love greenway Yes. Okay. They do, and he's horrible. He's maybe the worst linebacker in the league. And he's very bad at football. So what, we can agree on that, right? In the last two years, he got old. Well, hold just real quick. I want to take a timeout. You know where Bursich went to to college, right? I sure do. 
Notre Dame. You, that's where so Spielman's standing right next to Bursich. It you think that I can't see Spielman's left hand, but it's got to be cupping. Right <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a little shaky. Yes, of course. Hansky. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What happened to the Vikings in the last two years? No, just a Greenway. Oh, I think he just got old. He's what? Got old. to be third. Just old and hurt. Is he old? Is he seriously old? He's football old. He's like 31. That's pretty old. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I honestly would have guessed 27. I don't pay much attention. He just didn't age well. He didn't get... He got slow. And you can't be slow and be a linebacker. You can't be slow and be a linebacker. You can be slow and be an old tackle. You might get away with it. Clarence, it worked for uh, Jeff Brady. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Hall of Famer, isn't he? He's a uh, Hall of Famer at calling up Rand to yell at him about something I wrote about him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer for being that thin skinned. Yeah, him and uh, what was the other Drew Pearson? Is that Drew, his name? Uh, he's got uh, Clarence and I. Clarence and I can't talk about it. The lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> he talked some shit to me too. Like a year after that, <laughs> he still follows me on Twitter. I mean, or who his representative is, but yeah. Yeah, I still don't follow him because <sighs> a bastard. If you, if you push oh, Nate right, I don't follow you. Copyright, if I were yep. you. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Matlock once. I know a lot. <laughs> God, you cheating. My ass. Touchdown, touchdown. Oh, uh, Lakeville touchdown. Was that a Lakeville touchdown? That's a that Lakeville was a Lakeville touchdown. touchdown. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lakeville touchdown. Clarence is trying to watch with us. We Clarence, just keep yeah, changing the channel. Sorry, Clarence. Unbelievable. John, what is the more useful game right now? Neither, right? They're both completely... No, I was going to start flipping channels to find other football games at this point. Okay, that makes sense to us, to me. There, now we're about on par with Clarence, but I'm about to flip channels. Anyway, so I wanted to use that to transition to the really what we should talk about when Jesse is here, because Jesse is a Twins expert. We should talk a little bit about the Twins. For those who don't know, Jesse is the proprietor of Twinkytown. That's twinkytown.com, former... Former home of my stupid writing, current home of Stu's stupid Stu's writing. Stu's boss is in the room right now. Yes. Not Andy Cruz. He's my other boss. But um, Two bosses. Two bosses. And your wife. My wife. <laughs> Three bosses. I, I need a skinny tie and a nightclub to make the my wife's my boss jokes, but we're in John's basement instead. So good. We'll, get yes. a br- we'll go outside with the brick wall and you can just stand yep. up against that. Yep. My but God, we're funny. Folks. Yes. By the way, that was not a touchdown. It should be down like on the half yard line. Anyway, I'm gonna. Yeah, but anyway, it was baseball. Such, it was such a great decision to do this podcast <laughs> yes. while watching the football. Yes, and by, oh, I, I can't believe Leiter didn't get a concussion. By the way, he got like it. wait, his bell Are you guys in the basement? Yes, we're in the basement, so John can watch the football boys. You guys already get so John. How long after marriage did it take you to get moved to the basement? So next week you'll be in the garage. Oh, absolutely. No. Out, I'm actually in the basement the tonight. I'm actually staying overnight at John's house tonight, Clarence. So I'm in the basement. So we're in Stu's bedroom. Kicked out. Where, where is your wife, by the way? She's nice enough to leave us alone to do this. She went to the grocery store. She went store. to the grocery store. She, she not be coming back. <laughs> Once she found out everybody was on their way over, she said, oh, by the way, I've got errands to run. And pawing every lemon in the yes. produce. So look at this one. This, this lemon. Oh, this, oh, this, oh, look at this th- one. This avocado is too squishy. <laughs> this one's too firm. Oh, poor <laughs> our wives. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's talk twins. I want Let Jesse... Were we on the 2015 bandwagon or the 2016 bandwagon? I can't remember. And your last appearance. That was such a long, long time. It really was. I, oh, I, shit. I, I think the Twins will be competitive in 2015. I think they really? compete for a... Well, more competitive than they are now. It's all relative. Well, yeah. Um, 
But I think they, they can potentially be a winning club that could potentially contend for things in 2016. Wow! Uh, Oof, my God, that is... You are on a limb, my I friend. I know. You are on a limb. What I want no. you to do is... fine. What's, what's the matter with you? What I, I want mean, you to do is detail the 2015 Twins opening day lineup for us. The 2015 Twins opening day lineup. Well, it's not going to include anyone that you want it to include because they were all hurt this year. Uh, so Trevor Plouffe is still going to be your starting third baseman. Really? Shit. No Sano. Terrible. No, no Sano. You sure? I agree. I, I, th- he, I think, yeah, Sano I think. Sano will be in spring training. He's playing winter ball. But he is, I, I sincerely doubt he's the opening day third baseman. No. And, and uh, same with Buxton. Buxton was setting his own timetable and then got himself hurt all fucking season. You just gotta feel so bad for him, too. I know. He seems like he's the nicest person, person on the planet, is, too, if you hear him. He's a great him. guy, and he's a video game player in real life. Like, he puts up video game numbers, and he just cannot... Yeah, well, yeah, the first, first game, game. first game in AA, we were doing a podcast, yeah. and, like... Like Did I'm he die? Looking forward. We're literally. We were we were scrolling Twitter for medical updates for Byron. He was the game was stopped. We were about to not post it because we laughed for a second. And we're like, oh boy, he might be dead. He might be dead because we're praying in the dugout and the game was stalled for a half hour and the ambulance was on the field and it's like, God. Someone who follows Twinkie Town on Facebook was at the game and before the game he wrote me. He's like, hey, would you like me to to do anything? Take some video. I'm like, yes, Buxton, please. Like, whatever. <laughs> so he sends me updates. Middle of the night, of course, I'm sleeping. I wake up in the morning. There are 17 updates. OMG, Buxton's injured. Here's a picture. He's He's been unconscious, hasn't moved for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, That's a good way to wake up. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just... Uh, yeah. Okay, so he's but not going to be there right? game one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's not going to be game one. He's he's No chance. He's, yep, I think Buxton is probably a September guy next year. Would yeah, be, that would be my is, guess. Yeah. If he comes up and he's healthy and he just blows everyone out of the water like he always done... Maybe post All Star break, but I, yeah. I can't. I have a hard time seeing it. And just being realistic, any rookie that comes up, even if no matter how much promise they have, for the most part, they're going to struggle anyway. Yeah, they'll do. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's not part. like they just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can't all be Mike Trout. Yep. Just immediately amazing, right? No, well, I mean, Every once in a while, they can't even be Danny Santana or Kenneth Vargas. I mean, both of those no. guys have, I think, surprised everyone so far. Mm-hmm. I love Kenneth Vargas. I just want to point that out to everybody that I love Kenneth Vargas. On the, Vargas. He has the on most, record, he has the most awkward old man swing there. He is, does. He's like little. He's like tiny David Ortiz. He's just a tiny little David Ortiz. Only he's not tiny. Yeah, he has tinier. These quick wrists that just means he just gets to everything. And if he puts any kind of contact on the ball whatsoever, it just flies. It just goes. Yes, I love Kenneth Vargas. As much as Clarence loves Oswaldo Arcia, I love Kenneth Vargas. I, I no, love, I love Arcia as well. I do. I just, I mean, I, that's why I'm actually not as down on the team as I probably should be, just because of the last four years that I like the guys who are coming in. They just exactly. got spunk. They got spunk. Well, and that's what's exciting. <laughs> and about, fire. That's what's exciting about right now and going into next season, where the Wolves have these new young players yep. that we can cheer for. So are the Twins, and 2015 is going to be a big season because you will see a lot of those top prospects. I mean, it won't be until later in the year, but you'll see Buxton and Sano. Oh, Alex Meyer has to be a guaranteed yeah. member of the rotation God. coming out of this This is what we, That's this all is we exactly want. what we said at exactly this time last year with the exact, <laughs> yes. the exact same players. Yep. Buxton, yeah. Sano, and Meyer. Yes. Well, in 2014, about September 2014, they should all be up. We said it about the exact same players at this exact same time. And the Twins and it really makes me sad. Taking their time on Alex Meyer this year. No, and, and the Minnesota Twins. Well, <laughs> and here's the thing: they're 
not as consistent. They're not as consistently slow in bringing along prospects. As <laughs> they ruin Aaron Hicks. As, 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 <laughs> they just right. straight up ruined Aaron Hicks. It, it seems not, like not, they, Aaron Hicks. Go too Jorge Polanco. Yeah, well, Polanco <laughs> came from fucking A ball. Twenty sixteen. Sophomore in high school. There were no other infielders on the forty man roster. Everyone was hurt. They had to call up somebody, and Polanco was literally the only guy they could call up. Nice management, guys. Sakes. <laughs> okay, so what? How many guys in the roster right now um, would you say are established, successful major league players? Let's go. To, let's go down this batting order. Here. Zero. Leading off. Hold on, I first want to ask this question, and then we can move on. Okay, so that's what I'm curious about. Established Established major league, just solid players. So Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer, Brian Dozier. Brian Dozier, you think at this point now has played enough in the major league. I think we can say Dozier is an actual major league player. We can safely say that these two are... You can go to war with Brian Dozier. Only. Two players. Probably. Yeah. And then not, pit- pos- not, not pitchers. No. Yeah. I don't think we can do pitchers just because year to year it's such a crapshoot, especially sure. with with Rick Anderson. Yeah. He doesn't seem to develop guys, and most guys come here and, and end up being terrible. So like the, the mm-hmm. six guys, the six main candidates for the rotation next year, like we know who they're going to be. Right. So who can you? Okay. Let's let's just even be generous, and who can you sort of trust? Um, I think we feel at least okay about Hughes being. I mean, he's not going to probably be as good as he was this year, every right. year, but, but he should be a legitimate. But, but you would also think Nolasco won't be as bad as he would be this year, right? So you would That's think that, that that that'll that'll balance itself Holy out. Cow, I hope so. Yeah, so, so, yeah of the, that Nolasco thing is just it's it's. Ugh. It's been a bit of a nightmare, hasn't it? It's, it has hey guys, been a little bit of a nightmare. Let's, yeah. let's, spend let's, let's, let's pull up the Twinkie Town comments on Ricky Nolasco. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get rid of the racist ones and just the ones on his talent. <laughs> and, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so let's say that there's five starters, a closer, two main relievers. You've got eight pitchers and eight position players. So 16 out of, out of the 25, 16 are very important players on your team, right? We think out of those 16, three of them are established successful major leaguers so 13 more of them have to step up and do something right (laughs) and we have 13 prospects that we think are going to be good so for us to be a team that you think is going to compete we're honestly saying we basically need to go like 11 for 13 on prospects right and stay healthy well office has had to do for the last few years which is make good off-season decisions so you shore up on the major on the major league level yeah and that's where they fall I down think usually. Ryan has fallen mm-hmm. short. Yeah, I think he's. This is the this is the third full season he's he's been back as the, as the Twins general manager, um, and I think he's done a fantastic job rebuilding the farm system, which is a much easier to do when you suck. Your <laughs> yeah. It's easy. Uh-huh. It's, it's really easy to trap Byron Buxton when you're <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy. Exactly, but I mean, even through the system, I mean, they've, they've had better drafts. They. Yes, they have restocked the farm system. Continued to do well with international signings. Oh, mm-hmm. get them! Um, and and they've e- and Ryan has even done well with sort of the inconsequential trades and and major league signings. Whether that's Ryan doing it for a season or whether it's trading Sam Fold for Tommy Malone, value for value. That's a that's a fantastic trade. Is going to help <laughs> the Twins win more games. Probably not a great deal. That's like getting it's a good from, resume builder. That's like yeah. getting from a five to an eight in a poker hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, it's, it's better, but it's, it's not a it's lot. Right enough, <laughs> it's all relative. But I mean, getting Tommy Malone for nothing is something. I mean, it's it is compared absolutely. compared to signing Kevin Correa. He gets shelled by Escobar. As you say that, 
Really? Tommy Malone just got fucking shelled. I'm sorry. By Alcides Escobar. Okay, well, so okay, it doesn't matter who the Twins pitcher is with Alcides Escobar. He just kills us. Okay, so we agree you need 16 solid players to be a contender. Yes. We agree yeah. that we have three. Uh, <laughs> right? I, maybe I, I, four, I, I, maybe five. The Suzuki game. count? Suzuki, oh, well, I don't know. Does he? I don't he? think he does. Can you be better than for can, the second half of the year? Yeah, can you project him out to being... He's been poopy lately. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't count on him for anything. Weeks, yeah. But, I mean, well, we've already Perkins, had this discussion about catchers. Yeah, you got so. four. Perkins. Perkins. I'd I, I throw Casey Fien in as well. Okay, so five. Actually, yeah, I would, I would agree with the Fien. Fien's been just rock solid for two years now. And then you have to think they'll find somebody in the free agent market or something to shore it up to maybe Why would eight you or nine. That? I don't know. I'm just trying. I've had a couple I beers. I feel happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, Twins have, the Twins have plenty of options to, to restock their own bullpen. Michael Tonkin's going to come up. Uh, this year's second-round pick, Nick Birdie. I mean, yep. I would yep. lay money on him making a major league debut next season. Well, they have to before his arm blows out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We're not meant to throw 101 miles an hour, man. That's science. That is just science. Well, Thanks, Bill Nye. Okay, so uh, we so the, need... The twins, the twins need to find, in free agency, they need to find, ideally, I would like to see a left fielder. Well, well, okay. You haven't gone through your whole lineup yet. I want to... Oh, God. This left fielder mm-hmm. thing, because you and Nelson agree on this. they got to find a left fielder next year. Okay, yeah, I want to hear the rest of your lineup so yeah, that go for I it. Do you think we'll, well, we could bring back Wollenham? On this left fielder... Shut line. up, Stu. I know. Uh, sorry, that was mean. All right, so you can probably pencil in Suzuki behind the plate. I would, I would, like, okay. to, I would yeah. like to think that Pinto could. Can they send him to catching? Is there a catching it's school they can catch. send him to? There's an umpire. I, I love Hosemeal. Yeah. Just how the he fuck can't. Do you learn how to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball, but not learn how he to can. catch. He's, it doesn't make any sense to me. That's the yeah. easy part of catching. Catching yeah. school is, is the Rochester. Red yeah, I don't. I don't think Glenn Perkins yeah. is making it up when when he actually go, calls him out by He's name not. in the paper. That's not Perkins' style. It doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. Oh, oh, oh it's crazy. Was that Max? Was that He's Max with seven X's? Years old. Was that Max? With seven That's X's? Max with seven X's. Yep. Sorry, in about ten seconds, Clarence Max Williams Max. is going to get like a thirty yard gain. It gives me enough time to switch over. And everyone oh, yeah. else listening, seventeen hours ago, Max yes. Williams had a big game. <laughs> Four days, days ago. Maybe. Yeah, it depends on John. If you know what you listen to, you want to listen to this. Hey, John, we're ready. Right. Press play. Suzuki is, Press record. Zuki's pencils in at catch. Right. Right. Yes. Pinto Suzuki can't catch. Because jo- Pinto can't uh, catch. Right. Mauer at first. Dozier at second. Plouffe at third. Eddie Escobar at short. Got to be Escobar at short because I think he's earned it the way he's played yes. this season. Yes. Easy E. All right. He's, he's, been, he's been good defensively, and he's been adequate on, on the offense. Now, just so you know that he's Clarence's guy, right? No. I, now, I yeah, he's Eddie Escobar is Clarence's guy. So it's, here's the thing. Easy E. He. I talk up Ed Escobar just because it's fun, because it's Ed Escobar is a fun name to say, and I like you know having a guy that nobody else has just because it can kind of just be fun yeah. whenever he does something yeah. good. In reality, the, the truth is, my thoughts on him have always been he is their best candidate at starting shortstop. He is, not that he's a world beater, not that he's good. My point has always been he, he was their best option. Pete Florimone sucks. Yeah, yeah Petey Florimone, uh, he kind of Is regressed. he still on the team? He sucked, he's and they kept player. giving him a goddamn shot, and I'm like, he's not as good as Ed Escobar. He's just not. I don't know what you guys see in this Pete Florimone guy, but he sucks. And I know. So that that yeah. was always my point. Not that he's good, but that he's better than Pete Florimone, so just play him. And he's certainly hitting better now this year than he ever has in his career, and a lot of that is because the White Sox promoted him quite aggressively 
as he was coming up through the Chicago Cubs. That's right. Is he still he second to the American League in doubles? He has like I, an insane I, I amount of doubles. So. I mean, I know he, he's behind, Not anymore. Behind okay, Ploof is fourth. Oh, I'm sorry. And, I apologize. Congratulations. Second and middle infielders, I think, is the okay. statue. So but it's a crazy amount of doubles. Touchdown, Gophers! Oh, Gophers got a touchdown. And Damn it, you the, guys. The sorry. on John's face. <laughs> Not at, no one from Lakeville. Uh, congratulations uh, to Trevor Ploof, by the way, who, who has set the Twins' single season mark for the most doubles by a third baseman. Now Over. that is a single season mark. That is a season. Whoa! More than Pagliarula? Holy shit! More than Pags. More than Scotty Leyes? <laughs> and more than more than Corey Cox. More than, uh, more, how about John Castino? I heard of that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, amazing. I heard two. that name. I've no, heard that Poof name. Is on pace. He could finish the season in the uh, top four all time for Twins doubles. Well, that's exciting. Wow. It is. Hey, it's only <laughs> sorry. I have so, a, silver linings. We got, we got, we got a month left of this thing. <laughs> I have a, I have long harbored. <laughs> Just, I both have to write about it. Ploof, so. <laughs> is it because he's a busted first round draft pick? Um, no, I think I just hate him. Is, is it because it, Michael Rand loves him so much? That might be he part does. of it. Is, is it <laughs> he compared him to fucking A Rod. He did. He compared him to A Rod, and it had nothing to do with him looking like a centaur on a painting. Speaking of which, Mike Rand has not had a good record of picks lately. He was very high on Mike Pelfrey. Pelf. He was very high on Ricky Nolasco. No, was he high on Nolasco? I can't remember. Uh, we'll That's say no, yes. Kevin Correa. He's been, he's been, yeah, Correa. Big Kevin Correa he's guy. Big Kevin My Correa God. guy. Big Timberwolves guy. Jesus. So he's just really cheap Michael. for the underdog. Yeah. Ponder, I so. Spielman. I mean, I... Even for Minnesotans, his optimism is insane, right? Well, he's yeah. North the rest Dakota. of us he's are North also Dakota. I mean, pretty crazy about it, but close. yeah, North Dakota is like the Breckenridge of North Dakota. Wait a minute, that didn't make huh? sense. I don't know. I read you. I'm I'm, I'm drinking the last deep LMIPA in the fridge. So we I'm kept it for Clarence for one episode. Yeah. He didn't show up this time. We're like, oh fuck it, we're gonna drink. Yeah, it. and Jesse's from Breckenridge, so I was trying to make Breckenridge. a Breckenridge joke. Breckenridge. There we go. <laughs> go Cowboys. That's right. He, he, he and John are just ripping on Wapaton for like 15 minutes before we started recording. Hey, remember when Wapaton used to be called the Wapaton Wops? No. That wasn't racist. That was what they called <laughs> that them? They were the Wapaton Wops. My dad has old jerseys from when he was in high school. The Wapaton Wops? Well, I mean, W-O-P-S. So like we're Good gonna, Lord! So it's like, we're going to wop you in this coming game. Oh, but, but the, there's other connotations yeah. to Wapaton. Yeah, P.S. Oh, my racist. God. It's a bit well, racist. It's really worth noting. Right. We got our episode title. It's right, right field. Right. Yep. <laughs> in right in right field. <laughs> Bring it back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oswaldo Arcia and his amazing, yes. amazing hairdo. Yes. Okay. Love and him. center field. So and center much. field. Aaron Hicks. I'm gonna what? say Danny Santana has earned the job. We can't. I would. I would. I would like to say that. Even though he's a shortstop. There's no way Danny Santana plays center field long term because that's Pintana unbelievable. Center fielder. It's impossible. Yeah. But he's actually kind of good at it. Well, he's he's been adequate. He's adequate. Okay. And because and because he's hit lights out. Yeah. It's been very easy just keep They need to find a place. But will he hit lights out? Let me That's ask the you question. This. Minor league history. You have Danny Santana, you have Aaron Hicks. You want to put both of them in the lineup. Which do you put in left field and which do you put in center field? Why would you want to put both of them in the lineup? Can we just like come back to earth for a second? Who else Those guys are bad at baseball. Who else are you going to put in the outfield? Who else are you going to put in the outfield? Jordan Schaefer? Don't say Jordan Schaefer. No, Probably nobody. You're right. Please if God, Jordan no. Schaefer comes back. I, don't like I just want to point out that's how insane things have gotten where we're going. Well, you got to... You really want both those guys in your lineup. Yep. You want Hicks and Santana in your lineup. How are we going to find a way, Jesse. fellas? 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Who do you have in left field? I haven't heard this yet. Yep. Maybe I missed it. I think he's a free agent. Is the left fielder. Who else is on the roster? No, for 2015. Who else? Chris Parm's here. Chris Parmley. Gene. This plays into my question for you on where I'm going with my starting lineup for next year. You know, year. if if we, have <laughs> to, if we have I want I do want to hear Clarence's starting maybe lineup. It's, maybe it's Santana in center and Hickson left. How sad is that for Oh Aaron Jesus. Hicks? That a guy right. who had played so, center field in his life before this year is now a better defensive center fielder than I, I mean, How sad is it for us having to watch this? He's a corner <laughs> outfielder who bats 210, maybe. A corner outfielder. To be fair to Hicks, he's done much better this year in the minor leagues. He hit very well at double-A. And when I last checked, he actually was doing very well at triple-A as well. I want him to do well. I'm a big Hicks I, fan. I would love only because Gardenhire hates him. Anybody who Gardenhire hates, I immediately want to do well and be an all-star. <laughs> Bartlett was to that. Can, Bartlett and Kubel. What, I loved what, him. I mean, if we're going to throw Bartlett in left field and watch him dive at balls, <laughs> why don't we just throw Pinto out there? At least he can hit. Yeah, what the hell? I don't well, think we're still. My, I don't think well, we're that, angry enough about the whole Jason Parlett thing. For you, so <laughs> you've got Pinto, Kenis Vargas, yeah. Oswaldo Arcia, and Joe Mauer. All these guys who are probably best suited left. to either be DHs or first basemen. Yeah, probably at best. Who do you, and you have this opening in left field. Hey, Jordan Schaefer is available. Why don't you put one of them out in left? Could you put one of them in left field and have the other one at first and the other at DH? And of those four, who is the best candidate to play left field? I just want to point it's, out that Jordan Schaefer has a three eleven batting average with the Minnesota Twins. Jordan Schaefer, uh, that's perfect. Trade him. Trade and him right the most embarrassing. <laughs> then hang up. Tattoo. <laughs> Get another fifth starter from Tampa Bay. Jesus. Uh, so you're saying Maurer in left... Vargas at first, Pinto DHing, something something along those lines. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't that put all the best bats in the lineup? I mean, you got to put Pinto and Vargas in the lineup <laughs> together with Hicks and Santana if you want a murderer's row of an offense. Jordan Chafe has been working out. <laughs> I'm by not the talking way. about murderer's row. I'm saying of your options, those are your best hitters. Otherwise, you're. <laughs> Who is the worst Aren't fielder, they? Pinto or Vargas? Pinto. Pinto. I mean, mostly Vargas. Yeah, all, all Vargas has to do is like stand on first base and catch the ball. Mostly, I mean, True, no, no one's expecting him to like make acrobatic dives. No, which was left and it's right. sad that I was going to say, well, Pinto can stand on first and catch the ball, and then in my brain I said, you know, I'm not sure that's true. I'm not convinced. I don't want to say he's only about I don't four feet tall. 
to Josemiel Pinto being able to stand yeah, up. Yeah, Jesus, we're recording this, John. Catch the ball. <laughs> you guys are supposed to be professionals. And Jordan Schaefer. Is that a fair ball? That's Jordan, a fair ball. Jordan, Jordan Schaefer just. Down the line. <laughs> Unbelievable. Trade him right fucking now. Trade, get, get on the fucking phone. Yeah, if Terry Wright is not on the well, phone, it's, it's, calling every team in the league, being like, hey, the guy's in the game. deadlines do. in like three we'll days. Take, we'll take go. a four starter. We'll take a four starter now. Two outfield castoffs that the mm-hmm. Twins have picked up with 400 plus on base percentages. Jeez. We liked Cleet Thomas too for a week, fellas. Yes, we did. We didn't get a starter out of Clee Thomas, though. He just got Clee Thomas. Well, he did strike out 45 times in a row. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. It was he amazing how many times he struck out. He was an adult named Cleet in 2012, Cleet for God's sake. The amazing thing was that on day six of that strikeout streak, he was still in the starting lineup. Batting third. Oh, yeah. And he was yeah. their best option, and nobody even yeah. complained about we it. Like, well, well, I don't know. I mean, you got to get Clee Thomas in that lineup. I mean, you don't know. He might turn it around. It's him, or we tape a bat to the Gatorade bucket and put him in the batter's <laughs> box. Stand it up there. Either way, it's the same. The same results happening. Oh, so, oh! This why, last four years have been terrible. In left field, a bad idea. Why is Maurer in left field a bad idea? Um, well, he's unproven. He's slow. He is slow. Um, he's slower I mean, than he's any of those other guys. Than, well, here's the thing: you're comparing him to terrible. Uh, examples, right? I so you, am it makes it sound more attractive when you compare him to those are the only Pinto. Options. They aren't the only options. One option would be uh, go find a good outfielder and sign him because I, I, we have a million dollars, oh, millions God of dollars. Bless you. Great idea. Love that idea. They won't do it. They won't. He's look. They can't find a left fielder and make a movie about fucking Estonian uh, hot air balloon. Pilots. Estonian hot air balloon. Did not, so did not see that analogy coming. I have to admit, I did not see that one coming. It's one or the other. Yeah, it's no, I know they're busy. Brandon. I understand that. But I don't want to sit here and have conversations about like what to do with this shitty roster. I want to just complain about how shitty the roster is. Shit. Well, that's, <laughs> that's not what the question was. Though. But you know I I'm on do. Team 2017. Yeah, it is. It is oh, that's roster. bullshit. Okay, so you have to squint how hard to see some competition in 2016. We just have to have everybody work out. Sano well, has to be great. Boston has to be great. Only mm-hmm. have to have everybody. Nick Gordon has to be great. Perfect. Cole Stewart has to be great. Trevor oh, Barrios May. is going to be up by 16. Barrios. Barrios. Everybody loves Barrios. I mean, Gordon and Stewart won't be up by 16, but Barrios certainly will be. I mean, Barrios will. God damn right. He'll only be 22 at that point, mm-hmm. right? Isn't he yeah. 20 right He's now? He's 21. Yep. Okay. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I just think I really am. In, him up I, I, I'm, I'm actually finally enthusiastic about the Twins after this period of the wilderness. It's oh, just going to take a while. Stu, I know, Stu, I know, Stu. I know. Felt the same way when we talked about Joe Benson two yep. years ago. No, oh, Joe Benson. <laughs> There's a you cornerstone player. I love his flip on his hair he gets when he's running. There's, there's a chance Joe Benson has Kenny Powers. Brian Dozier <laughs> yeah. has it all. He has the hair, and he can he does. He can actually play. Actually play baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm hoping really badly that 2015 they're competitive in 2016. They're I want, all I want next year is 500, which is what I wanted the last two years. Yeah. So 500 next year, uh, wild card. 81 wins. So they're going to probably win what 70 this year? 72. They're or somewhere 58 around there? and 73 right now. I think. They're on, they're on pace for roughly 70, 72 wins. Okay, so you want which a, is actually you want a ten game of, improvement, Stuart? Yes, I want a ten game improvement. 
and we're getting. And I think, and I think it's possible. I think, I think, I think it's think possible it's, too, but it's. it's I mean, feasible. you don't. Want, I, I wouldn't necessarily bet money on it, but it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. Well, I, the, the front office needs. Well, I mean, and, and I've been wanting this to be different. Honest to God, I mean, I, I love this whole speculation about the players, but the most interesting thing to me about next year is who's going to be managing and who's going to be the GM. Do you think it's going to be Terry? I think Terry Ryan's probably going to be the GM. I really don't think Gardenhire is going to be back. You think they're going to split up the boys? I do think. I think this is Gardenhire has to pull a Bartlett though and retire himself. He has to tell. You know, him, honestly, I am I, bad at this. Uh, I honestly think he's tired of it. I think he's just exhausted. I mean, same with Bartlett. Yeah, he's pulling a Bartlett. I I said before the season that Gardy would retire at the end of this season, and today I picked a date. When October tenth. Is the day they'll hold the joint press conference. October tenth. That is. Gardy will retire, and Molitor will be named the manager. Is it? I, I don't really have a good feeling about baseball. Typically in basketball, it's like three days after the season's over. So that does. You want to? You want him to have a like about a week of soul searching. Probably go go to Vadnais Heights. Two bowling tournaments. An RV. Get an RV. Sasquatch yep. hunting with. Kill a case okay, of so kill a to... case of silver bullets at like a you know <laughs> KOA somewhere. Oh, yeah. you know, Rebuild his lawn years. chairs for next year. <laughs> it's been a few years. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with um, October third. Oh, you're saying it, the same thing's gonna happen? Cut though? the cord a week earlier. Yeah, yeah. There, why? Right. If you're Ron Gardenhair, why on earth would you come back? And here's the thing: I, if Gar- if, as soon as Gar- get out, man. quits or gets fired, he's going to get 17 job offers the next day. You think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, oh, they're ooh. a shitty organization. He has so much respect in the league; like everyone loves Ron Gardenhire. Jeez, he, he is well. He's Burl Ives. And I mean, know, he's just every, a. They're really else, bad at baseball. Everyone else around the league is going to look at Gardenhire and see what we've all seen for the last three years. He's been in charge. He's been charged with managing shitty rosters. Well, he's yeah, also in charge true. of the roster. Like he's part of the front office. He's he's involved in the decisions, yeah. Certainly more so than you might imagine a manager should be. For the most part, yeah. yeah. That's the only reason I want him to not be manager anymore. Not because I think that managers really have a day to day impact on wins and losses, but I think he's part of the front office. That's um, terrible. It's dysfunctional. So if he can leave, I wish you the best, Ron. I'll see you at. Uh, at uh, the bowling alley. The Vadness Inn. I'll see you at the Vadness Inn. Uh, Town Hall Lanes, whatever those mm-hmm. things are called. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't be uh, managing anymore. Hang out with Rick Edelman. Same thing with him. He could be a roving minor league instructor, just like you, TK. He can go... Yep, he can go... Would it be hilarious if Tom... If, if, would it not be hilarious if Tom Kelly came back? Just oh. like Bud granted for that one year after Les Steckle screwed everything up? That's a, Holy shit. There's no way that that's not ever going to happen. Uh, in years, let's, let's entertain that. Though. I would, let I would entertain that. Idea. Can you imagine? Let him come back because I guarantee Terry Ryan would ask him. Tom Kelly managing Oswaldo Garcia. <laughs> I would, I would pay oh. money to watch those conversations in the clubhouse. They turn out to be best friends. You'd walk okay. in and they'd both be smoking oh, yeah. cigars. Here's the thing: Tom Kelly is old. He would yes. die. Yes, he Oswaldo would. Garcia would kill him. <laughs> He's not as old as you think he is. He retired when he was like 50. I mean, he wasn't that old. He just looked old because he's Tom Kelly. He's only like in his late 50s or something. Yeah, but he smoked a lot of cigars. I mean, he looks He spent a lot of time at racetracks. (laughs) He's not a healthy man. No, he's probably not. Those racetracks will kill you. 
<laughs> he's got to be almost 70, don't you think? No, I think he's actually 38. 38 years old. <laughs> Spry. He's, he's just always been old. He's one of those people who's just always been old. Managed the he was man- two World Series victories mm-hmm. between the ages of 17 and 24. Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Tom Kelly Home is school. only 64 years old. See? Exactly. 64. He's younger than Jim Lee. Only. That's fucking old. Thank you. Yeah, but for Tom Kelly... <laughs> he come back he does sound like Tom he's about Kelly was 80. 77 years old. He looks a good score older than Oh, he absolutely does. Here's the deal. We get Tom Kelly, we got Terry Steinbach, we got Paul Molitor. We got the band back together, man. Jack Morris. Okay, Wayne, is, is, is Wayne Terwilliger still alive? It's exactly what Maya wants. We got to get, get Twig back. Too soon, too. Oh, he died? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Sport effect? <laughs> Sorry. We, we actually just <laughs> looked up a fact like you for guys. the first time in the history of the podcast. Yeah, John, I didn't know that was happening. That's bullshit. Yeah, I really am not happy you, with you, you doing that, You just set a precedent. I know uh, it's your basement, like. and we're looking at all these gopher hockey memorabilia things. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they're not memorabilia. It's just, hey, here's where we didn't lose and what happened to all the talented players. Sorry, I, I've asked this question before, and I don't mean to be a downer, but I want to ask it again. Oh, boy. Is there any possibility that the Twins are a good organization while the Polads are still owners. Nope. No possibility. I don't, I just know. Can't, don't know. So we're just basically hoping for uh, to be entertained and having them not be just a tire fire every year. I, I and maybe how. get lucky once, you know, they, they could still have. I mean, every organization, no matter how terrible they are, can have these runs. Well, uh, look we're looking at the Royals. And, and look at the Twins. Yeah, yes, exactly. So we're just hoping for... What is it about the Polads that makes you think that the Twins can't be competitive while they're still owning the team. Can't? Can't. Um, I mean, I mean, John honestly thinks... Year over can't. year incompetence. Well, actually, we argue about this. We, we've gone back and forth. Are they um, stupid or uh, are they lazy? Those are our two I, I options. Do. Either they're not paying attention... Because they're busy, because this isn't their passion, right? It's their dad's business. Yeah. They they um, uh, inherited it from him. They're busy making uh, movies about uh, Slovakian uh, sausage makers, right? <laughs> or um, they are paying a ton of attention and seriously are so stupid they don't understand that Terry Ryan is overmatched you and do, old and whatever you else. Do, you do One or the other. wonder if, if the reason that the twins are slow... Stuck into that, into yeah, that there right there. Yeah, there Thank you go. You. Yeah, you do wonder if the, the reason the twins are slow to respond is because, and and the reason that they have uh, this ingrained sense of of year after year loyalty to people is because it comes from the pole ads. Well, that's well, that's what I mean. That's our. It's, yeah. It starts at the top with the twins in that the pole ads have valued loyalty to the organization yeah. over almost every other quality, which is why. The team has had two team presidents since the poll ads have owned the team. Yeah, it was Jerry Bell, and now it's Dave St. Peter. That's all they've had. Their, their they've, current president started at not only as an intern; they then promoted him to the manager of their twin store, mm-hmm. the merchandise store in Richfield. <laughs> well, and, which I don't yeah. want to mention Anthony, went out of business. Rob it's Anthony not there anymore. Took a, a similar path. He, exactly. He yeah. Through a what? commercial outlet, and which he was the manager. Of I did not know store. either of those. I'm I mean, so happy right now. That probably tickled that's where they promoted him from. That can... he was managing the hat rack at their fucking twins shop, making sure they had enough seven and a fourths. Yeah, I'm, oh and I'm not saying that wouldn't work if you were managing a clothing store. Something where God the business bless, I'm not denigrating that as a job. There's yes, not but... new information that comes in. There's not new things. 
new ways no. of learning and doing things that need to be assimilated into your organization. Loyalty would work in all of those sort of family-run businesses. The loyalty is an excellent thing, and you get people who are devoted to the organization and are going to stay and help. Hey, if you were, if you owned yeah. a Tires Plus exactly. franchise, that great. This is a great concept. Absolutely. If you, if you owned a mechanic shop. If you if you were owning an auto body shop, anything involved exactly with cars what, is yeah. what we're saying. Exactly, <laughs> it begins and ends at cars. But for baseball, that's not the way you want to do things. There are so many more things available, more information available to you than there were even three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. And you're not, as an organization, you're not going to be able to adapt and change to that if what you value above all other things in your organization is loyalty. Like, well, he knows our payroll system. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but are the twins? He knows our logo. Are the twins adapting and changing? Ron Gardenhire mentioned Fangraphs the other day. Well, Ooh. but it's twenty fourteen. Fangraphs it. has existed for ten years oh, now. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> so it's not. It's not like Ron Gardenhire is at the forefront. Like, listen, guys, I was yeah. reading some of Tom Tango's no, research that he came out with the other day. They, they yeah. are notoriously slow to react. So yeah. I mean, when the twins three years ago finally started. Finally, started drafting pitchers that not only could throw hard, but could actually strike batters out. Mm -hmm. What a novel I mean, concept! That, that's actually been an org an organizational change in philosophy. Yeah, and that's been established. And they've they've even done that through their decisions at at, at, the, at the major league level as well, maybe to a lesser extent. But you know, going after a guy like Ricky Nolasco, Nolasco historically has done an okay job of missing bats. Certainly mm -hmm. better than Mike Pelfrey. Certainly better than Kevin Correa. You hear that? So, Michael Rand? So, and so I think I think there are I think the twins are making changes. But you, you wouldn't be able to convince me that if the twins decided to make a change at the end of the year that that, that they would be you know wrong for doing it. Well, well everybody's making, making change, changes. Like, that's what that's what scares me, right? The twins are Look at yourself late. and yes. make a change. They're, they're calling I'm up fan graphs 10 years after everybody else. The man in the Titanic the made like a oh, slight yeah. shift I'm to the I'm asking him to like change his ways. They tried. Gophers just scored a touchdown, <laughs> Clarence. I don't know what you just said, Clarence, because... Jesse and harmonizing. Sue were actually singing a fairly good version of Man in the Mirror. <laughs> this is a pump. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just, you know, I, poured, I poured a bomber of Southern Tier Pumpkin Ale. It is a pumpkin beer. Shout out. It's the one good pumpkin beer. Southern Tier. Really like we'll this. take your sponsorship <laughs> dollars. It is. But it, no such thing. Yes. Like, it I is really I've had, I've had the Sam Adams Pumpkin Ale. And this I've is had, better than the Sam Adams by a quarter mile. This is... Yeah, this is and uh, oh, Brandon's interesting nose. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's like eight percent, very fruity it's, nose. It's, a, it's like an eight point oh. So, d so it's light. Well, Spoken <laughs> like a guy who's <laughs> sleeping in the basement tonight. But yeah, it's By the way, that flavor. offers open to everybody. You want to sleep in the basement? Go ahead. You know, I am sleeping in John's basement. Don't even tonight. have to let me know if ahead I, of time. Just my marriage is in shambles. If I didn't have dinner plans at ten, I would probably take you. I am impressed by you making plans for. 10 he's literally been in the country for like an hour. He's got dinner plans at ten. Here's the thing: you're on UK time, right? I oh, ate leftover yeah, pizza yeah, that last night. So it's, it's absolutely three fifteen in the morning. For yeah. You right now. yeah. Okay, wow. so Jesse, you flew in from where just now? Heathrow, London. From Heathrow, you live in London. Well, I, hello, hello, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey! Uh, near uh, near Cambridge, just about an hour hour north. Of hour north of London. <laughs> Crikey's Australian, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do another shrimp on the Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Put another <laughs> shrimp on the bobby. We've reached the accent portion of the podcast yet again. 
Oh, we're, we're doing practice. No, we're gonna. Do we do our impressions? Yeah. Yeah. Do. It's impressions time. <laughs> That's it. Well, <laughs> That's all okay. I have is that good day, mate. Thing. Someday you will find me. Sorry, that was Oasis. Kind of oh, that's a good one. That is a, I love that song. Favorite band in high school. I was a I was an Oasis junkie. I will say one of the most Mother underrated, Mother. universally loved songs ever is Wonderwall. Play that sometime in oh, any mixed company, and every everyone, and every single person so knows every word to it. Yeah. And everyone had it. a dumb friend in college who knew how to play Wonderwall on acoustic guitar. And was very impressed and with that at the time when they yes. were 24 of beers yes. deep. <laughs> oh my God, did you hear Dave? He knows it! Do you know how easy that is to play? I, I think I could play it right now if I wanted to. That's Unbelievable. Just, it's, well, it's just, you know. Dan, 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 John, can Dan, you produce Dan. the guitar? If only we had. An Damn it, guitar. yes. And I can't play guitar, but I can play Wonderwall. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. I think, I think Noel Gallagher wrote about six or seven songs based off the same chord progression. Oh, yeah, easily. Well, yeah, he was just ripping off the Beatles, which he's, is why the which is why Oasis had so many good genius. singles. Oh, that is a hot Oasis take right there. Hashtag hot Oasis take. <laughs> well, it's not that hard to no. Jesse, so. how how long are you in town for? Uh, Minneapolis until Monday or Tuesday, and then I'll be in in Fargo visiting my family. You're and, from mm-hmm. North Dakota, no, he's and from you live. No, he's, he's from, from Breckenridge, which is technically on the Minnesota side of the border. Oh, all right. Okay, so you're native Minnesota. Sort of, you know, right there. Okay, all right. And There's you do a pretty good fleet farm in Breckenridge. Is there a fleet farm? I mean, pretty oh, good no. goes without that saying. That is a right. garbage <laughs> fleet farm. <laughs> what is, there was farm. some store. There was like a did, did you, gas next, station where you could also next get week is here. Stu's rankings <laughs> of fleet did, farms. Did you hear the no. excitement oh. in my voice? I'm like Breckenridge has a fleet farm. That's amazing. We're a real. I would not dare to rank fleet farms when Clarence is also on this podcast. Because he's yeah, you watch your he, mouth. I was gonna say, <laughs> I would defer to him on all Fleet Farm hot takes. It would be like ranking best Gopher victories with John here as well, right? Like he knows all of them, back of his hand. Yeah, well, the both of them. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say worst. I was gonna say best. Oh, go- I was gonna say worst Gopher losses. Most gut wrenching Gopher defeats. I think yeah. oh, that's what I was gonna start with, and I was like, oh, excited about so that. Sad. One. I want to relive the oh. sadness. Michigan. He loves Michigan, Michigan, number think, one Wednesday after. night. <laughs> I think one of my favorite Gopher wins ever was the year they beat Wisconsin on a Reese Light field goal. And the reason it's my favorite is because my brother got so frustrated he left the game at halftime and walked home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was just wonderful. Um, John, seriously, does the Nebraska win last year? That was a big one, right? Well, it was fun. I don't know if it counts as a big That was win. the best one of the killer. It felt like uh, the killer. It felt like a changing of like becoming a legit organization again. Like it was it was strange in that Nebraska was not a bad football team and yet the Gophers beat them up for the whole day. Just I believe the, 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 the cliche is imposed their will, right? Yes. yes. The cliche is imposed. Which was actually correct because that's exactly what they did. So, but not a top 20 or anything. In our lifetime, the Gophers in our yeah. lifetime. Oh yeah, no, top twenty in our lifetime. Okay. In our lifetime. Oh yeah, they I don't have three good wins. <laughs> Multiple times. There was. I'm the oldest one here since 1970. That was a top three. They wow, really? Okay, good. Yeah, the good. Ricky, the Ricky, Ricky Foggy beating Michigan yep. was probably number one. 2005 Michigan was. 2005 probably was probably number two. Probably. When they beat when they beat Penn State at Penn State. Yeah, they were number one at that time. Yeah. That's okay. That's two. They then I will Ohio go. State in Ohio State. You notice all. Okay. Well, let's knock it down top five. Then we'll yeah. knock it down to top five. I don't know about top five. I'm, I'm going to go top five, and you can't. Okay, what about the year that Jim Wacker beat Wisconsin? <laughs> and there comes a pumpkin beer. Yeah. <laughs> pumpkin. The eight point <laughs> oh ABV. What is the ABV on this? Yeah. 
Oh, oh we boy. think it's pretty. Should strong. not have looked it up. Oh no! Am I sleeping on the couch with you tonight, Stu? Stu, are you big? Eight point six. It is eight point six. All right, I call. Think we all got a half class. I call Big Spoon. Yeah, in a big okay. pile like a bunch of puppies. You guys are going to all be playing <laughs> yeah. so the There's a litter of podcasters on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to pose a question because I just saw oh. Brian Dunsing right and there, Anthony Swarzak warming up in the bullpen. The Twins have seven or eight arbitration eligible players coming up this winter. Ooh. He hit that so hard. <laughs> but foul. And foul. Sorry. Oof, We're just going to keep this describing games. Which, awesome. Which Twins, which, which, which arbitration eligible Twins are non-tender this winter? Hopefully all of them. All, all There's no reason. <laughs> I'm with John. Well, I mean... Who are the arbitration-eligible twins? Well, I mean, there are going to be quite a few Super 2s. Okay. I mean, we're talking Eduardo Escobar is going to be a Super All right, two. bring him back. Tender him. Um, Jesse, I will say this. Yeah. They should not... They should not avoid bringing somebody back because they think he's too expensive. Oh, I concur. That will be ridiculous. Yeah, there's. They, yeah, are, I, they I can afford. They can afford. They can afford to keep all eight of those guys but if they the want twins, to. The twins are also guilty of bringing guys back simply because they know the system out of, out of loyalty. Yeah, um, and so the only well, reason they should not. I like that guy. I'm still so angry about <laughs> Jason Bartlett. I, I, I cannot get over it. I talk about it every episode, and I'm still so mad. I feel like we still need to discuss it. Well, the 25th, it's the 25th player on the roster. Who cares? Surprised at people actually paying attention to that. You're supposed to pay attention to it. You fucking run the team, idiot. You know, we're the only people who actually give a shit. You just know Guardy's going to give him roster time because. What if they bring no. Jason Bartlett back again next year? Oh, so oh just to troll, just for trolling. It's like they call him up, and Bartlett's like, "No, guys, seriously, Please. I'm fucking retired." He shows up. I thought they wanted anymore. me to coach. They gave me a fucking no. uniform. He shows up no, no, no. in his. No, he shows up in his outfit from his other job. <laughs> you got it. You're he's got a polo shirt. He's an air conditioner salesman. Yep. What the fuck? No, no, here's no, your glove. No, here's your glove. It'll be hilarious. No, I'll right. coach first. Yes, I'll I would, just coach first. Leave me alone. I would like that if he actually did that. <laughs> Whatever you want, Jason. It's your team. It's all on you. Wherever you want to go. You want to pitch? Okay, I'll pitch, but I got to be back to my other job by eight. <laughs> I feel like they maybe got like their lines crossed, and they thought he was like a make-a-wish candidate or something. They just let him play on the team. Oh, you're making fun of cancer. I, That's funny. Leadership. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. That's how I make jokes about that, Brandon. Yeah, that's Brandon. fucking that's hilarious. Funny. That's hilarious. Good one. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, they just they have a, they have a wide shot of the uh, Minnesota Tennessee preseason game. Um, there's nobody there. There's can't be anybody seven there. people in attendance. Well, I think regular season Tennessee fans aren't going to be there. I don't think it's true. Why would too. they show up? Give them one good reason. I did. I did draft uh, Sankey. They're Bishop Sankey. Bishop Ooh, Sankey. I the, love Bishop Sankey. It's the best. Name. That is the best name. name in the NFL he's right my, now. He's my fourth running back from Bishop Sankey. Uh, he's from Tennessee. Uh, UW. He's from UW. He's from Washington. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Nice. I had no idea. So we uh, got through our Vikings preview last week. Is that I right? Think we did. We mostly did. We didn't really say Everybody much about it. Everybody thinks they're going to suck except Stu. I have a ten and six in a wild card. Ten and six in a wild card. And if they don't, if they go zero and six, I have to change my oldest daughter's name to Flip. If they go zero <laughs> and six, I can't wait for that episode. I cannot. Do you know how hard they're going to have to try to go zero and six? St. Louis is starting Todd Bauman at quarterback. Hour and a half. 05 episode, the week before the 0-6 game, I, I'll, hour and a half of... 
What'll be really funny is that if that actually does happen on site from the city hall, as Stu is changing. <laughs> well, no, name, because okay, the, the funny walk part will be with a recorder as he's bawling his eyes out. No, no, because oh, Ma- yeah. Mandy will have already killed me. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it'll be a funeral. Con- you'll want to tape the confrontation between I'll Clarence and Mandy. Clarence explaining to Mandy, "This is a binding document. This <laughs> 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 my tweet." <laughs> and Mandy saying, "Oh no, no, no." Bleep you! Bleep and she's you! Yelling at your you. corpse. You don't have any skin in the game for Clarence. <laughs> this, 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 this not a bet, you idiot! <laughs> this idiot in the coffin made this dumb promise. <laughs> I hate he so left much. me alone. I, I killed him, but he left me alone. <laughs> he uh, made me kill him. I didn't want to. I can, I can see the Vikings going eight and eight or nine and seven. Too. I said ten and six. Oh I God. said ten and six. But I again, okay, okay, tonight, who's okay, going to be quarterbacking your uh, fantasy? Pretend squad here. Yeah, is it going to be Castle the whole year? It'll be Bridgewater no. week five. Okay, you think Bridgewater week five? Gonna... Really? Oh yeah. Okay, wow. so wait a minute, Jesse. They're bad enough to bench Castle, but good enough to still go nine and seven. I think he's saying so bad Brid- enough is that Castle hardly ever stays healthy. I think it would. Well, I also, I also and Bridgewater's like a nine wins in a row the, or something. Yeah. I, why not? No one's listening anymore. That's Just well. say whatever you want. Fuck shit balls. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you, it's really like having Clarence no. right here. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, have we have we pressed record yet, John? No. I okay. Do All right. Yeah, we'll get started soon here. Right. And we're just warming up. This <laughs> hot mic. Prep, prep hot Welcome mic. to the sportive. It's episode whatever it is. Are you Jesse? Are you a Vikings fan? Do you pay I, attention out over uh, across I the get, pond? I get excited by American football. Yeah. So I, I've actually I actually bought Sky Sports, which is the sporting package. And it's exceptionally disappointing because right now the only thing that's on, golf, tennis, Gross. cricket, and then a little bit of rugby, which is oh for four, four terrible awesome. things to watch. But, but John, starting, do you have something online that I can watch? John, can I your my God, John. why'd you do this, Jesus? Jesse, now sorry, I'm listening to John. I should have realized, you guys. I'm sorry, uh, but I did. I got Sky Sports just for uh, the American football season. Okay, and American still, football. I don't. So you're more uh, you're more European than you are American at this point, mm-hmm. calling it American football. Well, it's, it's just something. He watches it in the channel. So something stick with you. How many years in uh, a European? Uh, I was there for three and a half years the first time. Uh huh. And I've been back for a year now. Okay. Okay. So. Hello. <laughs> That's a good joke. Did you redo? Oh God! Did you redo? Is funny. Go for a cup of tea, please. <laughs> now, should go into the loo then. You see, oh, that's a knife. It's a knife. <laughs> you think? Oh, I've never seen Stu so happy. <laughs> oh God! Uh, the fact that you love rugby, Jesse. I do. I, I thoroughly enjoy Six Nations. Like I cannot get enough watching Six Nations rugby when it comes. The around. theme park. That's the one. <laughs> that was Batman stuff? ride. Sure. Did you ever go on that one? Water it's got your uh, legs just sort of dangling. Boom. Yeah. yeah, I love Six Nations. Boom. Boom. But apart from Six Nations, like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to get in line. I'm going to take that roller coaster down that track. That's a Seven Nation yeah. Army Soccer? Six Flags. No, I, the the World Cup is the exception. You know, obviously, I think there's something special about. It having countries actually compete together. Which is why I don't understand why people don't actually fucking love the World Baseball Classic, but they don't. Nobody does. Certainly not the way that... It's pretty much me and you. Is that it? 
I just watch it and assume somebody <laughs> of importance is going to blow their elbow out and the team in the major leagues is going to be very sad about it. They show up and they're like, I haven't done shit all winter. Might as well throw 95 miles an hour. I feel like soccer, you can just play as long as you want to play and you're going to be fine. And basketball as well. It's, I mean, the Paul George thing was sort of a freak occurrence this year where he actually got injured in an international thing. But baseball, I just get nervous. Like, uh... If, you've, got, uh, you've got to get those muscles used to what you're doing. Like, if Phil Hughes is actually in the weight World Baseball Classic next year, wouldn't you be like, oh, Jesus. No, don't don't play in that. We really badly need you on the Twins. I mean, obviously, Rocky Nabisco isn't going to be invited, but if he were, wouldn't you be, like, a little nervous? Oh, no. No? Because what's the, what's the big problem if Rocky Nabisco gets hurt? Okay, okay. Bad example. Alex Meyer. Alex Meyer has been invited right, to play. You'd yeah. be like, nah, no, fucking no. You have we all have X amount of pitches in our elbow before it blows out, right? Yeah. We don't know what that number is, but we all have just a certain amount of pitches. Don't spend them at the World Baseball Classic. That's my point. Or in AAA Rochester. Oh, oh perfect. Burn. Exactly. Oh, fucking Terry. That's why I um this sort of a sort of a um mostly off topic. Um the Chicago Cubs, have you read about what they're doing from an organizational philosophy that all they're doing is drafting and developing hitters and they're just hoping to find pitchers off the scrap heap because they just can't depend or control yeah. on pitchers? Well, that's, what the, um, that's what the Rockies should be doing. I've been talking about it for years. Is like, dude, you can't plan on any pitcher being good. If you looked at the ERA leaders from four years ago, I'm guessing like most of them are not in it anymore, and some of them are probably even out of the league at this point, right? I will say the dream for pitchers. There's no pitcher who ever gets through his first six years of non-arbitration eligibility, or first three years of not being arbitration eligible, and then three years of team control. And that's when you really want to sign him to a 10-year contract or something like that. Right. At that point, I think the Rays have mostly done this, where they just say, you know what? Get rid of them. We're going to keep these guys until they start getting expensive, and then they're gone. So their fifth year, and then they're going to trade them. Yep, for somebody. We're going to trade them for Will Myers. And just watch, well, I guess the Royals are in the playoff race in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out in post. Don't oh, worry yeah. about it. That's what we want to edit out. But for the most part, I have found myself becoming, I had, I did not want this to happen, but I'm a huge Cubs fan now. I don't want to be a Cubs <laughs> fan. matter with you? I don't know, man. I can't help it. You you're Sometimes, John, with you. sometimes your teams you're choose you. You're a sports whore. Sometimes oh, your okay. teams choose you. you just... Sounds like you chuffed in the loo, mate. <laughs> fucking A. A fucking L. Nothing gonna break in my stride. Nothing gonna stop. Jesse, you should know that my ultimate dream is to find yeah. somebody on this podcast who's sort of a friend of the podcast, but after the hour mark is gonna talk about all of these niche sports with me. And I kind of had hopes that that was gonna happen tonight, and I'm a little disappointed that. You're not. I can, I can make stuff up about rugby. That's sort of what I'm hoping. Well, that's what we all do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they all do because it's a pretend sport. So when you yeah, get into the scrum. What you need to do? Don't, a lot of biting. Garlic. And no. If you want, I'll talk rugby right now. But no, don't. Nobody wants that. Anyway, I'm reluctant, huge Cubs fan, so and I'm very sad about it. No. I mean, I Are want you it. Just traveled. <laughs> Jesse, I think you're confused. That's false start in football. No. Yeah. Sure. You're allowed to travel as much as you want in football. Um, yeah. I just wanted to tell you that about the Cubs. I, I think that's a fantastic way to go about building. Um, a potential juggernaut. That's All hitters. Moneyball 3.0. Yeah, maybe. They stay well, healthier. They don't the blow their fucking arms out. what they're doing and what the Twins are doing with pitching. <laughs> Trying to pick up a guy off the scrap heap and hope they work out. 
Yeah, I guess. But it seems like they have an actual point of view on what they're trying to develop. And they also have like six unbelievable hitting prospects that they draft. That's true. You know? Um, What's his name? Baez and Solar. And then the other guy, Bryant. Bryant. Chris Bryant and like two other guys. I really want to know. Are you garden growth? But I just right. want to fly. Mayday. I come from the land down under. <laughs> Still can't stop singing. Claire's can't stop singing. Let's wrap this podcast up. All right. Jesse has okay. to go to dinner because he's a rock star. Uh, no, I like rains I down like and He's got a heart out at 10 o'clock. I'm so cosmopolitan. That's what it means, right? Mm, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. what it means. You do it at the uh, Roseville Perkins. Breckenridge yeah. to Cambridge, man. At 10 p.m. And not the one that's by Isanti, either. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, the Birch Steak in Uptown. Uh, Ooh, that's my favorite new restaurant. Sure. It is. The, 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 old, the old pharmacy, right? Yes. That's, the old pharmacy uh, Isaac Becker. Yeah, it's classy. Yeah. Yes, dude. Classy? Yeah. It is. Oh, it's it's classy. I have, a, I have a friend that works there. She's like, I get a discount. Come have dinner. Pizza. Smart and broccolini get both those and the gnocchi what? get those three things pizza broccolini, broccolini? Oh, that's a lot of food you're a broccolini broccolini yeah. <laughs> get a steak it's called oh, a steakhouse also they get have steak. unbelievable steak yes also I mean that goes without saying get a steak get those four things here go to they're pizza. all little tasters so go to pizza get, like, and get salmon <laughs> sorry. So you guys get to talk about restaurants, and I don't get to talk about rugby. Yeah, sorry, is. sorry. When, when well, right, next Six Nations? Hard. When does it start? Uh, February. Yeah. Feeling right, supersonic. So. Give me gin and tonic. You We're mostly looking forward to the Rugby World Cup next fall. How much do think, you yeah. want it, and you make me laugh? Don't give me your autograph. Unbelievable. Thanks for listening, thank, sportive listeners. Th- th- thanks for having me, John. Just, just thank you, Jesse. Jesse. It was nice to finally <laughs> meet you after writing for yes, you before you. It was nice to finally see your face. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like Blur more than Oasis, though. Blur is so good. Oh, man. I do like Blur, actually. Blur is really good. Uh, I'm all a right, fan. Quick, before we wrap this up, quick um, me and Damon Albarn story. When I, lived, when I lived in New York, Hello? the gorillas released Demon Days. What? And mm. I, I took an extra long lunch so I could go down to the Virgin Records in Atlantic Square, Atlantic Circle. Vicka? Or maybe it was Atlantic and Virgin. Anyway, um, and so I wait in line and I get up and I hand my copy of, of Demon Days to Damon. <laughs> and literally like Mike Myers out of... <laughs> and he just kind of looks up at me like I'm this freak, which I absolutely am. And he's like... All right. Hello. <laughs> all right. And I just all right. Like, all right. Take it and and. <laughs> I also got the cover. You dark prick. By, 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 by Jamie. Was it Jamie Hewitt? Was the sure. Artist for the, <laughs> sure. For Thank you, Dan. Yes. Yes. I see you like right. me, Jesse, but you're looking the wrong direction. Yeah. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that is right. Is that, that is right. Like, that okay, is okay, yes. That's right. Yeah. Dan's like I don't know Garth Brooks. <laughs> and, and Jamie was actually <laughs> Jamie was actually quite nice. He, he had a little conversation with me, none of which I remember because I was. You had pissed your pants. Embarrassed. Yeah. By saying. All right then. Woohoo! I move along. All right. Yeah. There we All go. Right. Okay. That's enough. Thanks to Jesse for being here. Thanks to anybody who listened. As always, very sorry. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're very Bull sorry. Why yes. do we I do called him Chiswall. Why do we do that? I'll bring Madonna next time. Chiswall. Please. My. Right said Fred. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.